0: Hi, this is Augusta Nielsen, Glam from Wigwam. You're listening to and watching CMS TV.
1: That's right, get some today, folks. What a horrible read that is. Jesus Christ. With the stupid piano thing behind it. But, dude, I
0: didn't realize you knew Terry. You didn't realize that I knew him? Yeah, I didn't realize that. Well, I didn't think I did. You what made do. You think Look, there's
1: him? this picture of you and him. Oh, that's right.
0: We were talking about Ponch a second ago. No, Terry he was rocking the actual he looked more like Ponch than Ponch does here. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he definitely
1: does look more like Ponch. Terry days, like but...
0: Eric Estrada circa nineteen seventy-nine. Sure. You know, but uh yeah, but little little known to the public, Eric Estrada is also my bodyguard. And yeah, I had there him come is. out yeah, I had him come out to uh Palm Springs for the show just to <laughs>
1: Just to take care of
0: you, yeah. Keep the <laughs> rap mania fans away.
1: That's right. <laughs> Very nice, man. Well, dude, we did we did better than the law of averages. We had four live interviews scheduled, and three of them showed. That's good. Oh, nice. Had, that's that's pretty good. They three showed, and they were all on time, and one of them was actually early.
0: I'm How kind of glad art? one canceled because my my podcast vagina was a little stretched out there. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I would have liked to talk to Brett, but, you know, I don't know what happened there, but whatever shit happens.
0: Well, Chris, uh, yes? you haven't said anything about my backdrop tonight.
1: I was going to get there. I was curious what that is all about.
0: Guess who crashed his car today?
1: You did? Or you no. no, your chick did.
0: Today. No. You
1: crashed yours or your chick crashed hers? Oh.
0: <sighs> I crashed my car oh. and I did it because I was leaving our underground parking and it has like a gated thing and I was about to pull out and leave. And I realized I didn't have my car phone charger. Okay. And I was like, shit. And so I go, I'll just drive in reverse back, man. You know, And I, I'm pulling it back and I got about five feet and I didn't see this pole that's there. That's like a cement pole. Right, and I just totally backed into this thing. Whenever you back into like either a brick wall or a cement, you know, pole, your car is just going to munch. There's no, (laughs) there's no give. And I have a Nissan Rogue, which has been a great car for the most part, but the backup camera lacks a little bit. This it has like each side has a little blind spot okay and if you happen to be kind of backing up while turning a little bit which is what i was trying to do there right. you, there's a, a good two foot amount that you cannot see and you would have to actually turn your head back but when you're looking in the camera you think you're good okay but you, you actually have to you know pick one or the other you can't actually look at the camera in some cases if you're gonna be turning you're better off actually turning around and looking because i i hit that it was like gosh crackle i'm like oh fuck <laughs> and I was first I thought I hit somebody's car because there's a lot of the parking's pretty tight in there sure and um, as I pulled away I turned around and I didn't see any cars I'm like oh my god I hit that damn pole because I was actually I usually park on the lower level and because and, I had to leave for a few days I parked in Susan's space which is on the second okay one so I mean I guess the good news is I didn't hit anybody else's car They they didn't say anything to me and I think a lot of people have hit that thing you know you could see you can see yeah, the, fuck pole. the pole
1: though how's the car
0: oh the car looks like a fucking can opener <laughs> went to the to the back corner of it oh, um man. it like pulled the back bumper like off it a little bit so it's kind of like ripped oh. smack on the back end so cosmetically it looks like shit will you um, fix it or no i'm not gonna fucking fix it now, this has been a work you know car for me okay like, cause I, I've probably said it on the show before, but like when I'm not doing gigs or what have you, I'll do deliveries, pri- uh, independent deliveries in there and hey, stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And so the thing's been munched. Like, so many bad things has happened to that car since the pandemic. <laughs> For fans that don't remember, I had a crazy woman attack me yeah. at a at a traffic light, and she right. kicked in my door. <laughs> um. I had another situation where the sun was blinding me, and i I cracked cracked into some other pole a little bit. um I had an incident where I got tires at discount tire, and when I was go- after I got my tires and I was getting ready to leave, an employee was pulling one of their another customer's car and just backs it into mine, which was already munched anyway, but he backed it in and and that time I guess I could've had my car fixed, but I just took the cash at the time, right just whatever just because this was again a work vehicle and right the things paid for itself over the year. i've had it for like four years and i've used it to make a good amount of money on the side how many, how many miles oh now it has like over a hundred thousand miles on it oh yeah so fuck, you know fuck, I, I still have you know at least another year to uh, payments on it but i mean this is that damage there um would be in the probably three to five grand range to, to, you know, I don't even have to go get an estimate to know that, but if there was any silver lining,
1: but if you're making payments on it, right. Wouldn't it just cost you like the deductible and to fix it
0: on my insurance? Yeah. Uh, yes, but man, this is my experience with insurance. When you make any kind of claim, you think, Oh, great. You know, for about six months. And then all of a sudden you're, insurance premium like doubles or triples like and no matter where you go they're all in cahoots and they're going to charge you that huger amount because there was a payout involved and that really does like add up over time. It'll be I mean I guess it would have to be over a certain amount of damage to consider such a thing because you will pay back that three grand or five grand just in premium.
1: I'm gonna tell you how you get out of that dude. And this Mm -hmm. is from experience fairly recently.
0: I'm all ears, Chris
1: you get the car fixed. Okay. First of all, you pay the five hundred thousand dollars or whatever. No, I think it's a thousand
0: is. of my deductible or, for sure. Whatever
1: the deductible is, if it's five thousand dollars, you go get that car fixed. Okay. Because if nothing else, you can sell the car. You know, right. once the payments are done, you can sell the car and probably get, especially in today's market, probably get eight more grand off of it if it's if it's under fifty thousand miles.
0: Okay.
1: Get them to fix it. You go. You go about two to three months. You switch car. You switch insurance companies. Before that's had time to jump in there. And and you will stay at the low rate. In fact, you will go down in your insurance rate. I'm going to tell you. I feel like here. I've
0: tried this and it just you didn't
1: work. You did it wrong somewhere because. Okay.
0: All right. I'll tell,
1: I'll tell the story. I don't care who hears it. I had one insurance company. On the CMS, I told this story, but it is a very true, scary fucking story. I was driving down the highway. The fucking latch on my hood broke.
0: Oh yeah, I love this story.
1: And it flipped up and I was absolutely blind at 70 miles an hour.
0: This is full
1: uh full black speed cheap. on the Yeah. It was <laughs> fucking scared the shit out of me. And I Farley. I got off the road as quick as I could, but God forbid if there would have been a car broke down a side of the road, I was dead. Because I would have hit it at anywhere from thirty to seventy miles an hour. You know, I would have hit it dead straight on. And, of course, I wouldn't wear a seatbelt or anything, so I'd have gone right through the window. Probably got knocked back in by the windshield or by the hood. You know, probably mm-hmm. would have knocked me right back into my chair. But but it did a shit ton of damage. It When it popped up, it ripped up the – you know how a lot of – most hoods now, they only open, like, that far instead of all the way back? You know, they only mm-hmm. open so far? Right. This ripped that shit right out. It ripped, it, the wind from hitting it 70 miles an hour ripped it right out. So it tore up the, the two quarter panels, the front quarter panels, just ripped holes in the quarter panels. So they had to replace the hood and the latch and the two quarter panels and the roof of my car because the thing hit so hard that it dented the, the roof where the roof met the windshield Okay, and the windshield. So basically they gave me damn near a whole front end of a car.
0: Yeah, cuz I was going to say like I'm looking at my card up until today before today uh-huh. if the if the actual bumper part got replaced mm-hmm. it would have taken care of three of the bad things that have happened in the last two years but today this thing actually caught the body above and pushed yeah. it away from there so it's kind of it would actually need body work yeah. and I'm going man this piece looks like the whole one piece of the car of the top and the other like what do they do they doing might that have different?
1: to replace it and tough shit for them that's their fucking problem but now here's what I did mm-hmm. I got it fixed and once I got it fixed then I went and I did a I went online to one of them fucking companies that says, we'll find you the cheaper insurance rate. This is like maybe two months after it was all paid for and everything. And it was all paid off and I switched companies and I went to the new company. And I'm not, I went from State Farm to um, Liberty Mutual. So it's, it's two legit companies. It's not like fucking, hey, it's the general, you know. Are you a piece of shit that can't <laughs> Is drive? the general get bad? The general. I've
0: heard those commercials. Oh, yeah.
1: They're awful. They're they're If you can't get insurance anywhere else, the general will still give you insurance. That's what the general is. I'm not saying they're bad. I'm sure. I've I'm had sure. all kinds of bad ones. Freeway. Had a, I, dude, it's I've that had thing you're speeding on. I remember I had one once that was like, it ended up not even being an insurance company. It was a total scam. It was. Dude, I bought it. so stupid. When I was living out in Cali. I went to a, a car dealer in Seaside, California, and I bought an Audi, Audi 5000S. It was a nice ride, mm-hmm, and uh, I could not afford. I could not afford this fucking ride, but I I got the the insurance, signed all the pay, and I did it in the in the car dealer. Six months later, I'm watching the news with the X, and um, and they're like, in news today, uh, owner of blah, 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 Toyota was arrested for fraud and blah, blah. And I'm like, oh no, you know? And I, so I called my insurance company and I said, you know, cause I watched the thing and they talked about how they had fraudulently done loans and fraudulently done insurance and fraudulently done everything. So I called the insurance company the next day and I'm like, yeah, you don't have a policy with us. And I was like, how long have I not had, they're like, you've never been insured with us. And I was Where's like, my money been going then? It, it, to this guy because I was sending the check to, <laughs> I was dumb. I was like 19 years old or whatever. And I, I instead of sending it to, I think it was Prudential or whatever at the time that they were scamming me out of. Instead of sending a check to Prudential Insurance, I was sending the check to XYZ Car Company. You know, oh. this, this fucking, uh, I was sending it and uh, they allegedly were paying it. I was too dumb to understand that. And I had a policy. I, I had, wasn't uh, real
0: dumb because there is like, even Nissan, I think offers insurance now, you yeah. know? So that's not preposterous that, that uh, you would be doing such a thing if they were, said they were affiliated with that in company, insurance yeah, company.
1: I, I just didn't, I didn't know what I was doing and, and sure as shit, I had paid like, I don't know, a year, right? A grand, <laughs> two grand, you know, I had paid for a year, like, you know, and then they were jacking me for full coverage insurance because I was making payments on the car. So it's probably like, you know, I was 19, 20 years old at the time. So I was paying probably 260 a month or some shit for a fucking Audi.
0: So let me ask you something, back up a second. So are you, are you saying that before once my car is paid off, I should I should have the, have the car fixed right right at that point. And no, I'm saying now, do get it now. Thing. But then switch insurance companies while I still own the car, or yes, to get rid of absolutely. the car right away.
1: Absolutely, because okay. then they'll, because they'll lock you in on a lower payment.
0: I just started my net my uh, uh, my next six months. I think just renewed right now. They'll just that fuck, I have
1: dude. They'll kick you back the money.
0: Right? No, I'm not worried about that. But like, so I'll say I make a claim. Uh, yeah. This week They go okay And they know they have to It is full coverage So I think yeah. they would I think have to they fix have it They have to fix it, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, yeah so get them to fix it And then you switch
1: Okay You know I mean dude Think about th- I say this all the time I say it to my daughter Especially all the time Because she's always looking To make the deal And there's certain companies That you just don't have Any allegiance to None And insurance right. is one of them
0: Insurance oh, I've been paying this company for a good two three years. They haven't done shit for me. Yeah,
1: you know, I but I mean, does it matter? Insurance does not matter to you.
0: No, I hate them. They got such a great deal that they can. Only... Yeah,
1: they fuck you. They they fuck you, and the best you can do is fuck them a little tiny bit back on the way out the door.
0: And I'm not. I mean, that's what it's for. No, what, what's what the point you're of having full coverage if you're not going to fix my car when I crash it, dude?
1: <laughs> I, I went through. I, I went through, and it, it's why I left my last insurance company. I have, I have my car and my house all wrapped into the same, you know, thing, the same insurance, the big bubble insurance. insurance. Yeah. It's all wrapped (laughs) into one, one, it's, it's fucked. So when I signed up for the insurance company, I asked them specifically, will you handle my roof? Yes. So my roof started leaking, called the insurance company. No. Ah. And I was like, what are you fucking talking about? They're like, well, we never told you that. I was like, the fuck you didn't. It's the only reason I signed up with your goddamn company, because I had a fucking 17-year-old roof. I knew at some point I was going to need a roof. That's why I signed up for your fucking company. Oh, no, sir. We never said that. I was like, you motherfuckers. And I literally changed insurance that day. I was like, fuck you, you cocksucking fuckbags. bags.
0: You know. So then the next company did they agree that they would in turn fix your roof if something no, happened or no? No,
1: but at least I knew then, you know, that no, no one I, does
0: really.
1: You know, I yeah, nobody does. I came out my pocket seventy seven hundred dollars and fucking put a new roof on my house. And
0: anywhere where it snows, it seems yeah. like the roof is a big fucking deal. Like here in California, Southern California, that's not a thing. So yeah, much.
1: because you could live without a roof. It doesn't matter. I mean, the only thing a roof does for you is keeps bugs out. It doesn't yeah,
0: we get fucking, you know, when it rains, it leaks, you know, we get our leaks yeah, on which the is older how,
1: Which is how often a year? Three times? Five times?
0: Normally, I'd say, yeah, they really push the drought thing here and try to tax our water on all that bullshit. Yeah. Meanwhile, Nestle's, like, pulling, you know, hundreds of millions of gallons of water out of here, and they're allowing that tax on us, the people. Mm-hmm. But, uh they're having trouble even telling us it's rain. it's been raining a lot. That's where I'm okay. going with this. We've sure. had so much storms and rain, and they, now they can't say the drought bullshit anymore. Right. I don't know what's causing all this. Maybe they are. You it's know?
1: global warming, man. Climate change. <laughs> <Yes>. Climate change. <laughs> Horrible. All right, man. Let's get the fuck out of here. Not that we've done a lot of talking. Whoa, well, hey, tonight, now.
0: Hey, now. Whoa, 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 whoa. Go ahead. I was going to show something from the show.
1: Okay, please do.
0: And you saw me a little short here, Chris, tonight.
1: Uh, that's okay. Bring it on.
0: <laughs> we almost need some 2001 me... Space Odyssey music, Would I think. Would
1: you like to be the big screen here so that you can... Yeah. All right. Let me move you over to here. And I will... Wow, pow, there you are.
0: Hi, everyone. So... uh in palm springs i was able to have uh susan take up something that i needed our friends to help out and sign um as you guys know i had my medical emergency that's right back six months ago and at that moment i wasn't insured right when i got home a few days later, I started all the stuff and was able to fortunately get some insurance. So I've been able to like get my treatments and everything have been covered. But now that we're six months in, like, you know, not only am I getting uh, bills from that, from the hospital, but uh, I never actually directly got them. They, because I think I moved right that within that two weeks, Mm -hmm. I never got any bills. Now I'm just like getting in collections for stuff, which is like a bummer. And I'm just kind of paying them as they go. And I was like, shit, maybe I can get some friends to help me out, and my idea was, you know, I have a couple guitars. One, which I actually in the pandemic had had upgraded myself, and I'm going to show everybody this guitar. Right. But Let's the see. cool part of the story is I was able to get some really cool autographs this weekend. But nice. Here's here's the uh, here's the box. Wait. All right. So I'm going to open this up. Take a look. Here. Now I don't know how we're going to go about. Auctioning this off, not to spoil what's going to happen. But we got here. Look at this thing. Behold oh. a Kramer guitar. Wow, look at that.
1: Who else signed this thing? I now, see, I, I see can it. tell you, I know Stephen Piercy signed it.
0: Yeah, I saw Piercy. I know Eric Ferentino signed it i'm looking here and i see a guy you might have heard of uh he was a singer for motley crew his name's vince neal wow vince signed it there's a guy here that i have been aware of ever since he played with vinnie vincent on the boys gonna rock gonna rock they're never gonna stop uh, dana strum uh, dana strum look at that uh jeff blando Wow. Is the awesome? Uh guitars for I, this is the first time looking at this since I handed it over to them, but this is so cool that they they actually did all this. Uh we've got Jeff Blando of Slaughter. We've got Zoltan.
1: Okay, Zoltan. Zoltan Cheney.
0: He put yeah. uh he has a hey, what what is Psalm 182? Can we look that up? We can because uh that was Zoltan put that on there. I'm looking at Scott Coogan, who People may know he was played drums, of course, for Stephen Piercy. He played on the View to a Thrill record with us as well. He was Ace Fraley's drummer for a long time, Lita Ford, LA Guns, Tiffany. Wow. So he has a pretty prolific career. Uh Matt Thorne, who Matt actually Thorne. played. Yeah, Matt Thorne recorded the Piercy Records. He's most known for being in uh rough cut.
1: Right, right, right.
0: And Matt uh, came out and played these couple shows with us this weekend. So he was. I'll let them continue to kind of check out how awesome this yeah, is, yeah. and we'll we'll show this for the next couple episodes because I got to figure out a way we can do an auction on this because I'm not. I've never done anything like this before. We like me
1: and you like putting it putting it up or whatever.
0: Yeah, like figuring out a way we can do it to see what. It, Mm. what it does because you know i didn't do a lot of people run out and do fundraisers right yeah. away and i really didn't know what was going on i was trying my my and i'm still trying to see what i could do as far as i don't know if amnesty is the right word <laughs> but to get, get some kind of relief or something because you know it's when you're a musician man it's a tough life you sure. know we, you know there's times where we we might do okay if we're getting a lot of shows, but with the pandemic, it was tough and I was barely getting by as it is. I didn't have insurance or anything uh, at the time. And uh, so it does suck here these months later to get, you know, not only hit because I I've, I think it's because I moved or whatever. I'm just getting these collection agency stuff and they're all these like different bills just says inpatient services. And I'm trying to like pay for them as they go. So I just thought, well, I don't want to just ask for, for something. So I thought maybe an auction would be more appropriate where the people would be getting a cool piece of rock. Sure. Memorabilia here because I want to give something. I don't want to just right. take something. You know, so, what this, I mean? is, so this
1: is this is this is to help help clean up your, your fucking medical. Risk.
0: Yeah, this is this is All this right. is to keep to keep me from because you know I worked so hard, you know, and besides struggling, I do have a great credit score. You know what I mean? I spent the last six years getting my life together and I got like eight hundred credit score. Well, I was gonna like throw that away right now because of my heart attack. It's like yeah, fuck that. You know. Yeah, well, so i I'll,
1: I'll, I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna sweeten this pot. Me and you will talk maybe tomorrow, maybe the next day. I will sweeten the pot with some more shit that I have here because I don't collect anything. So
0: I am, yeah, like that's awesome, dude. I mean, yeah. I have
1: tons of shit that like just laying around right here. I me have, too, me too. I have this. Um, I don't know what you call this. This metal. This metal sign signed by um,
0: John Arch
1: from Fate's Warning, I think. Oh, wow. Or somebody from Fate's Warning. Uh, Ray Alder from Fate's Warning. I have that. I obviously have copies of my book that I can sign, my various books that I can sign and give you. Awesome. I have this that I've been just fucking holding on to forever. This um, Soulfly soul box set. I mean, it's an album set. It's a vinyl box set with their first five albums on it. That Aww. I don't. Have- I have nothing to. What am I going? I know do? I
0: have some cool stuff too, and and uh, I I do have more guitars too. But I I thought, you know, I'd start with with one, and and since it was a special weekend, you know, Vince Neil, Stephen Piercey, they they used to be known as the Bordello Brothers. Sure. Back in nineteen eighty four, in the Sunset Strip, when they when Molly Crew and Rat first started out, and they were you know house bands at Gazzari's, and they play all the time, right. and obviously first Motley took off, and then Rat, but. They, it, this was special for them to play, you know, shows together. We got to play two shows this weekend. I go, this is the weekend that I should bring a guitar up, and see what we could do here. And you know, I'm sure this would be, you know, special to someone. So we'll figure out, yeah,
1: we'll what, figure how we're out.
0: gonna get an auction. See, see, where we get those numbers out. We'll well, I can, some pu- I it. can
1: build an auction on, on yeah. the website if we need to. You know, I was hoping you could. EBay.
0: I think yeah, a- I don't.
1: I don't want to pay fucking eBay and give them ten no, percent of the them. fucking sale. Fuck that. I well, hate
0: eBay. I don't we'll use make it eBay. so
1: we'll make it so the only thing that we got to pay is the fucking credit card processing fee.
0: Yeah, my the collection agent.
1: <laughs> yeah, fuck them. <laughs> fuck. I know you don't want to ruin your credit score, but if it's already with the agency, then it's already been written off. So
0: yeah, no, I, fair, I, I'm, I'm trying to, try to figure pay. out what's going on. The good news is that I'm, I, everything's now covered. So like, I'm I'm getting my medications yeah. and uh all that good stuff is taken care of now so as, as far as now in the future everything's good it's just the emergency that i had for the people that didn't know in uh july uh 15th i had a heart attack after our show that we were playing in ohio that night and so i was spent about uh three days in the emergency room it was a close call but i did recover and i'm doing great now and just trying to take care of this you know extenuating no, <laughs> bills here
1: i I have a bunch of shit here I mean literally a bunch but and i and i I have nothing to do with it literally it's just scattered all over this room you know because I just move it from pile to pile to pile the right. shit i
0: mean as I, I do I have some other cool stuff too so maybe it's time because i mean there it's just for me even though some stuff around here i i probably would have kept forever it's just stuff <laughs> you know? and I'm not going to be here forever so whatever let's and auction that shit
1: well, we'll auction it off. It's fine with me. I'm and so
0: this, this will be over the next, you know, this isn't tomorrow or whatever. No, no, we, we, no. We'll, we'll, we'll build it, and figure it out, and sweeten no, it we'll up. We'll build it first, make it.
1: it. We'll build it. We'll make it work. We'll we'll promote it for a month and then we'll go. You
0: awesome, know, we brother. We'll I appreciate it, that so much.
1: We'll make this shit work. <laughs> so, all right, let's get the fuck out of here. I've already done right, four man. hours. Great I've done four away. hours again tonight. 10 hours since Saturday.
0: (laughs) I know you're tuckered out, Chris. We get it.
1: I am. I'm tired. I am tired. But uh, next week on uh, Chris Aker presents, we are doing rock and pod week next week. We are going to have the um, creator and organizer of rock and pod. Mr. Chris, Chris Sinzak is going to be here to uh, chat a little bit about this year's rock and pod and everything that's going on with that thing as well as my good friend. I think, you know, this guy too. I think everybody knows this guy. Mr. Ron Keel is going to be here. Ron is going to be here to talk about Keel Fest where you can see kind of like the reunionish type stuff of Ron Keel or Keel and Ron Keel band and Steeler and all that stuff, which is going to be part of rock and pod. So, um, they will be checking in to uh, talk about that stuff. And, um, Whatever the fuck else we talk about um, at the time. So, what do you got going? You got you got gigs this week or no?
0: No, our next uh, gig will actually be with Slaughter. Okay. Uh, so I'll see Dana and Blando and pro- likely Zoltan again. I would think. Yeah. Uh, and that's going to be on February 11th in Houston, Texas. Okay. At the r- Rooftop Live. A Few weeks, a few weeks from right. Now. So, so that's a couple weeks away, and uh, there is. Uh, There is some other stuff I'll be promoting, too, show-wise coming up. I know at the end of the month we're at the Mohegan Sun in Connecticut. uh, And there's another gig, too, and I'm never prepared for that. (laughs) I know. I just know them one at a time. Next one's the Houston one. All right. Well, then people
1: people are Texas fans. Make sure you get out there to the Houston gig. Tejas. For Slaughter and um, Stephen Sir Piercy. And, um, as far as I'm concerned, I won't be doing much of anything this week except for work. And, um, you know, if you, if you are so inclined tomorrow on the one day that we do not do, um, a new episode of Chris Aiken presents with you and I, Eric, tomorrow will be my interview with, uh, Ronnie Romero of, um, Michael Schenker group and, um, rainbow and, uh, you know, he's been in a zillion bands. He has a new solo record called uh, Raised on Heavy Radio. Uh, we talked at length about um, his his tour with Michael Shanker. So, those of you that are interested in Michael Shanker, you will get some information there. Classic Metal Show, obviously on Saturday. To me, talk to me, pod.com. That'll be out on Thursday.
0: <sighs> I think that's all my projects. My new podcast, Water Your Thoughts. <laughs> with a what? It's a watering can. It has right. a water your thoughts question mark. Shape the, shape on the
1: spout on the can like a question mark. So you...
0: Water your thoughts with Eric Ferentino's.
1: Yeah, there you go. It's wet and lovely. <laughs> All right, next. Now, now my CMS dirty brain jumping in there. How <laughs> you, dirty birdie? Exactly. All right, let's get fuck out of here. So, um, everybody thank you for watching thank you for listening thanks for listening during the week and for chris aiken presents i have been chris aiken
0: and i'm eric farantinos
1: and we are the fuck out of here see ya
0: bye everybody